1: Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously as we take these movies seriously.
0: You would be forgiven for thinking that a toy box is not a possessed vehicle.
1: Well, that's a relief because I was worried that that was a mortal sin that I couldn't be forgiven
0: for. the Lord will forgive you for this but not after you've seen the movie and realized that it is definitely a possessed vehicle.
1: There was definitely a possessed vehicle in The Toy Box from 2018. That vehicle being an old broken down trash heap of an RV.
0: Yeah, that a guy bought and didn't clean one bit before he went on a road trip with his family.
1: The person selling it didn't clean it. The person buying it didn't clean it. Nobody cleaned it. The lady who walked in there and was like her six-year-old daughter was going to be in there on this road (laughs) trip, looked around and was like, yep, this seems good.
0: No problem. Those
1: sheets have definitely not been on that sketchy mattress for years. Okay,
0: that's a really good point because... You would think that the sheets were fine, that those were their sheets that they put on the bed, but they couldn't be because three quarters of the way through the movie, she reaches under the mattress and finds some clothes under there, uh-huh. which means they didn't change those sheets. No. What?
1: Gross. It's gross. The whole thing was gross. It really These was. These people all deserve to die. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Are you? I mean, maybe, but if I do think that, it's not because they didn't change the sheet.
0: Okay. This movie begins in a tradition that we've seen where a random character is murdered violently, although violently is a bit of a stretch, but it seemed violent, even though we didn't see anything. Yeah, he was
1: like (laughs) slammed up against the window, grasping sideways. sideways. Yeah, there was like a big monster in there throwing him around.
0: Yeah, apparently. Way more of a monster than we ever saw in the movie, but... He was some kid, and now he's dead. Yeah. And then his mom was like, hey, have you seen my son? And they're like, nope, we're just going to go get in our RV and get out of here.
1: I kind of liked that little tiny crossover between what was essentially a cold open Mm -hmm. and the rest of the movie, because they didn't have to do that. Like, it was clear what had happened. Yeah. But then to have her be like, I'm looking for my son who went disappearing last night. It helped me not be so upset by the fact that during the cold open it was sitting there and then I'm like, okay, now how many years later is it? And were the RVs sitting in the exact same position on the street? Like, that's weird. Clearly not years. No, it was just overnight. And it... It then kind of solidified the idea that these people didn't know. Like, it was just parked there while they were getting ready, you know, overnight to go on their camping trip.
0: Yeah, and and not clean it up at all before the trip.
1: Right, right. So, like, these folks had nothing to do with it being evil in this way. Like, it was evil in and of itself.
0: Well, yeah, we know why it was evil.
1: Well, we learned that much later. But even at the very beginning, it's very clear that none of these people are going to end up being the reason it's haunted. That's true.
0: So good on them for getting rid of some suspense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, I say that, but then there was a point where I was like, is grandpa going to end up being the weird, sketchy dude from yeah. the 70s? And when
0: you said that, I'm like, that could be interesting. That could be much more interesting than what's going on.
1: Yeah. But then that was immediately taken off the table because they found those pictures. And it, he's traveling with his two sons. And so like, there's a picture of some guy from the 70s. His sons immediately would have been like, Dad, why is there this picture of you from when we were yeah. kids? Like, that's the dad they picture when they think of dad, is that time period. So, um, yeah, that was immediately nixed. But it would have been an interesting storyline.
0: That's Grandpa Charlie, his two sons, Steve and Jay. Yep. Steve's wife, no name. Did she ever end up with a name?
1: I mean, it's possible that she did at some point have a name, but not. I never caught it.
0: That's really strange. That is super weird. Very, like, probably second most main character, never named.
1: I, and I was specifically trying to get her name because, like, I had didn't have it written down. And so when people would talk to her, I would, like, was looking to be yeah. like, hey, like, what are they going to call her? And, like, even her husband was just like, honey, and never called her by her name. Yeah.
0: Maybe her name was honey.
1: Maybe. I I don't think so, but maybe. Um, I just ended up calling her mommy throughout the whole <laughs> Yes,
0: someone else did too. Olivia, her mm-hmm. daughter. And then we have Bentley, the dog, whose story arc is he gets in the RV, doesn't like it, barks at it, and everyone's like, calm down, Bentley. And then eventually when the RV crashes and leaves them stranded in the desert, <gasps> that happens. He Spoilers. gets out and runs away, and we never, ever see him again.
1: No. There w- Okay, did he run away or was that a lie that the dad did we were we supposed to see yeah. that the dog died in the crash?
0: No, he he ran he out ran the door. Okay. I saw him leave.
1: Because the way the dad uh Steve was like, "Don't worry, honey. He he just <laughs> he's, he's just place. going for a walk. He'll be back sometime soon." I was like, oh, did he go to a farm upstate? (laughs) Like, did you bury him in a hole somewhere while she wasn't looking? And then later when they started talking about how, you know, somebody has to go, you know, somebody has to go walking to the road to get help and whatever. Nobody's going to find us out here. I was like, oh, Bentley's going to come to the rescue at the end.
0: Would have been nice of Bentley.
1: But none of that was a thing. He just disappeared. And then the people forgot that they had had a dog in the first place. Yeah, they really
0: did. Well, there was a lot of that because they meet up. Sam and Mark are a couple that...
1: Well, okay. I have to interrupt momentarily (laughs) here because... They seem like they might be a couple. They do. And they are a couple of people. (laughs) But it turns out they're actually brother and sister.
0: Yeah, that's true. I forgot. (laughs)
1: Which honestly makes it less weird that I immediately thought, oh, Sam, the girl, and Jay, the deadbeat brother who was not married, I, immediately, I was like, "Oh, these two are going to be the two that are left at the end." Yeah, and they're like they're going to be like a couple at the end, which is ironic because they met immediately before Sam's husband died in a crash. No, nope, not her husband, no. just her brother. So then it's okay.
0: Yeah, it was okay. totally. That's the thing I was going to say is that it was totally okay. She was like, "Oh man, my brother's dead," and that was it.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: And there's a lot of that in this movie where they're like, this is a short movie. We don't have the time. Let's just no. let's go outside um, and yell to the sky, no! And look, then that's enough.
1: I feel like this is an, a, a very appropriate time to spend a few minutes talking about what was the most appalling part of this movie.
0: Well, I don't know which part.
1: Speaking of not really spending a lot of time mourning or addressing problems that are being caused by this RV. The RV, we haven't even gotten to this part yet. The (laughs) RV like just does stuff on its own, right? It's possessed, possessed. like Killdozer was. Because that's
0: what our series is about.
1: Exactly. It's possessed. It does its own thing. Every once in a while, it turns itself off, turns itself on, opens doors, closes doors, etc.
0: All the stuff.
1: So it crashes itself in the desert to strand them all and, you know, starts killing them one by one. And they're trying to get it started and it's refusing to start until, conveniently, little Olivia is jump roping right behind it.
0: <laughs> she, she had to jump rope where mommy could see her.
1: Yes, directly behind mommy and directly behind the RV was the place she chose when her mother <laughs> said... Yes, you may jump rope as long as you're where I can see you.
0: And then mommy just closed her eyes and took a nap. Yes.
1: These parents were terrible.
0: Clearly. Okay.
1: So, obviously, this is the point where the RV is like, mmm, yum, six-year-old. So, it goes from refusing to start to suddenly starting for no reason, turning the key by itself and everything.
0: and putting itself in reverse.
1: Which, frankly, is not necessary it could have jumped itself in a you know like yeah. sparked its whatever turned the key and backed over olivia
0: <laughs> oh, i f- i know what you're talking who about is now. now i forgot this issue
1: under the rv she right? sure
0: we think it's where she should be
1: we will never know <laughs> because they don't bother to look
0: not one person leans over and looks underneath
1: there are 5 <laughs> adults alive at this point they are all freaking out. They're all trying to push the RV. Not moving it a centimeter. Mm -hmm. And not one of them looks under the RV which we see in multiple shots from outside has a clearance of like, I don't know, at least two feet. It's no problem. You just
0: go right under there.
1: A six year old could lay under this RV.
0: Well, that's that's part of it too is this thing backed up five feet to hit her from a dead stop. So she's not dead.
1: Also, she <laughs> was directly in the middle of it. It backed up over her. From from watching this, she was between the wheels. <laughs> she's now possibly unconscious because she yeah, might have hit, hit her head. Unconscious, laying dead center underneath this RV. No wheels went over her. She's just under there. Unconscious, yeah. and they're all screaming, yelling <laughs> when they can't push the RV. They literally, within like fifteen seconds, they when gave they it a try. Yeah, when they can't move the RV after about fifteen seconds, they're like, "Well, there's nothing else we can do," and they just stop.
0: Well, that's that's not all they do because Steve, her dad, goes in and gets a blanket from yes. inside the RV. And shoves it underneath one, from one side <laughs> of the, the RV, kind of like, this will cover her up. <laughs>
1: Still not looking underneath the RV.
0: Yeah, he's just like, oh, let's just do that. So,
1: so essentially, taking any chance that if she is under there unconscious and wakes <laughs> up, they A, won't hear her calling them, and B, she won't be able to crawl out because he's closed that gap.
0: <laughs> yes, he smothered with, her
1: with like a packing blanket basically they had two of these handily on board because those were the things that they needed to cover up bodies with they also covered <laughs> up uh marks body with one uh-huh. and but but they couldn't get her body or see her body because they very carefully it was under didn't look the rv though so it, they couldn't lay it out over her so he just like
0: stuffed Shoved it, it next
1: there. to her yeah What? Security blanket. What's wrong with these people?
0: To be fair, there was a shoe that they showed a shot of a little kid's shoe somewhere out in the sand, and I think a spot of blood Uh next to it. So Uh she's gone.
1: Yeah, because like you pointed out, it went from a dead stop and moved like (laughs) maybe five feet before it hit her. So clearly it had picked up enough speed to knock her out of her (laughs) shoes. Yes.
0: Well, that's that's the possession of the RV.
1: They did manage to find the bloody jump rope, which was underneath one of the wheels. Mm-hmm. I, and that was my other favorite part of it, because this guy not only was he a great dad, he was a fantastic husband. He pulls the bloody jump rope out from under the tire, <laughs> yeah. goes into the RV where his wife is sitting, like in shock, like just blank face, uh-huh. staring at nothing at the table in the RV and just, like, thunks it down in front of her. <laughs> it's
0: like, this is what you did. Which is fair, because this is her fault. <laughs> I mean, he didn't say
1: anything. He just, like, thunk, drops it in front of her. But, yeah, like, what? what? And so he's mad at her for not watching her. Fair. He's mad at his brother for running over his daughter. <laughs> yeah, because which-
0: <laughs> his brother was sitting in the driver's seat trying to do something, and it decided to do the backwards thing. So that, as far as they can tell, he drove it backwards.
1: Yeah. And I mean, okay. Yeah. I, I, I think the assumption would be that you did something wrong rather than the RV is haunted.
0: (laughs) Good, fair assumption.
1: But yeah,
0: that's another exciting adventure when his dad is trapped outside Mm -hmm. and they're all trapped inside. Steve is sitting in the driver's seat. Mm hmm. And I guess they're trying to start it up or whatever. And the RV, this is the first time it ever does this. It magically grabs onto his arms and forces him to be holding the steering wheel. And it starts chasing the guy down, the grandpa. And it just follows him. And first of all, great moment in cinema history where he can't figure out to go sideways. He can only run in the direction the RV is moving. Backwards. (laughs) Backwards. And... Like it starts up and it's like, rrr, rrr, and he's like, oh, no, what can I do? There's no escape. And he never tries going sideways. So somehow he's outrunning the RV, which is great. Backwards. And yeah. it chases him through the desert, jumping up and down on all these sand hills. And eventually it appears to plow into him. Mm-hmm. And a couple seconds later, he gets up and he's like, whoa, that was close. Woo! And he he's didn't fine. get knocked
1: out of his shoes. No,
0: he's totally fine. Yeah. And the RV was going like forty at that point. That yeah. was That was not the same.
1: Also, this is a man we haven't mentioned this. In one of the early attempts to start the RV, he like sticks his hand in through the front grill in to try to I don't know what he thought he was doing, yeah, he but he's like trying to do that a thing.
0: Could be tightened or whatever.
1: And. Conveniently, has his hand, his arm between the blades of some fan, a spinny thing. thing. Yes, an engine spinny. Yes, and so of course, as he's in there fiddling around, the RV is like, "Hmm, here's an (laughs) opportunity," and it turns on briefly to cut his arm up with the blades. Which, at first, they're like, we have to get to get him to a hospital. He's going to die. He's going to bleed out. Yeah. They wrap Very up his concerning. arm. It's bleeding. It's terrible. It looks terrible. He not only doesn't die, but he's, like, up and walking around the next day. He's essentially fine. I don't know what, like, yeah. he made such a big deal out of it. But then it was, yeah, he I was mean, fine.
0: He spent a day in a lot of pain and taking eh, drugs.
1: Pretending to be in a lot of pain. Yeah. But then he could run through the desert and get hit by an RV and be fine. Everything's cool.
0: He was so fine that I'm pretty sure it didn't hit him. It like stopped chasing. It like thumped into the sand and was like, all right.
1: Maybe. So he decides he's going to be the one to go for a walk. Because at this point, we're kind of far into the movie and a lot of people are dead. But he decides he's going to be the one who goes to walk for uh, the road. And the RV forces Steve... To shoot him.
0: (laughs) That's right. In the back. Now, in this case, we catch glimpses of what's really going on, which is that the ghost of the serial killer we haven't mentioned
1: Mm. actually
0: grabs his arm and, like, pushes his arm to where he's doing this. aims
1: it and pulls the trigger, forces him to do it. So there
0: is somebody there doing this. And I guess when he was being forced to drive the RV, he must have done, like, a, here's how you drive lesson.
1: (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about this serial killer. So we find the titular line as this is revealed.
0: <gasps> because it's uh, Bob Guthrie, maybe? Something like that?
1: Ooh, I didn't write down the name.
0: He had a serial killer name, although he, did. he didn't have three names, so not a mm. great serial killer name. But they found that like the ownership papers in the glove box said that it had been sold to him, and they were like, what? Mm-hmm. This was owned by Bob Guthrie or whatever his name was? And turns out that's a serial killer from the 70s. And his RV was known as the his toy box.
1: Yeah. And he was only caught because he got pulled over for a traffic violation in the toy box. And the cops found that he had a, a victim trussed up in the back. Indeed. Yeah.
0: So he's a bad guy from the 70s, which makes him a bad guy.
1: I mean... Fair.
0: There was lead in the water and in the air. <laughs> I'm telling you.
1: I'm telling you. Yeah, so then we find out all kinds of things about, you know, the way the serial killer caught people and tied them up and scalped them and all kinds of other, like, gross things. And there's a TV in the RV that doesn't work unless it, the serial killer to. ghost is trying to show them things, often things from the the day that they were in there, like it's also recording them the whole time, but sometimes things from the past and sometimes things that never happened or that will happen in the future.
0: I think it showed uh, them getting ready to go on this trip, Mm -hmm. which is interesting.
1: Well, the first video of it was footage of them. Like it was, it was a scene that we saw as they were getting onto the Mm -hmm. RV and then it like plays that scene again, only with a ghost, I think one of the victims, because it was a woman. No, see, that's why I thought it was a future, because it was her ghost. Oh. I thought. Uh, Maybe. Maybe it was one of the other women. I don't know. Because, of course, if you have a serial killer from the 70s, he's violently murdering women Mm -hmm. because we hate women.
0: Yeah, it's true. At least he killed everyone else, too.
1: Well, that's true. The RV hates everyone. The RV is not (laughs) sexist. The RV. Hates everyone, not sexist, not ageist, out for blood. But I still, there was something about this movie that by the end, I have this radar for movies where, like, the makers of the movies have instilled their own internalized bias against women into the movie, right? Yeah. Like, where there's a difference between movies where the women are victims. Or are being murdered or harmed in some way. But that's just because people are being harmed and some people are women. And then there are movies where the women are victims because women are victims. Or worse, women are bad and deserve to be victims. Yikes. And this one triggered that radar for me. Like it was pinging really hard by the end. But solely.
0: Sam, which is a boyish name, Mm. was super good with fixing cars.
1: I know. That was one of my She's not like
0: other girls.
1: When they first arrived, I was like, Sam's the mechanic? (laughs) A lady? Yeah. But then.
0: And that's why she gets to be the final girl.
1: She does get to be the final girl. And I was excited about that. And there was like, I have a series of notes here where I said, not like other girls, (laughs) which is a girl, you know, that trope. Uh And then the, oh, but you still have to be defeated because even the not like other girls can't win over men. But then for a second, for a brief second, I was like, oh, no, she is going to save herself.
0: Exactly.
1: This is okay. Okay. We're going to have a, a, you know, she's going to escape
0: we get an interesting revelation at the very last bit of the movie where she's being thrown around and strangled by the 70s guy
1: ghost mm-hmm.
0: and she's she grabs a knife off the counter and she tries to hit him and she misses and it sticks in the wall and the wall bleeds mm-hmm. which by the way we didn't tell you this cuz it would have you would have caught on too easily early in the movie a knife goes flying across the room and hits the wall and a little trickle of blood goes down and i was like what why is That's the wall weird. bleeding
1: uh-huh and
0: it was a, it was a foreshadowing
1: uh-huh.
0: because it turns out every time she hurts the rv it hurts the 70s guy and like she smashes a mirror and its eyes go out and all this stuff and you're like oh she's got it it's like freddy krueger and she's you know she's, she's found
1: the weakness
0: found it she's defeating him
1: uh-huh
0: and then she just doesn't defeat him he just throws her in the back and she's gone
1: yeah like so fast that i looked down to make a note and looked up and i was like wait where she what happened i she was winning yeah <laughs> and it was just gone so yeah i have i have the whole like oh but she saves herself and then I was making the note I looked down to write was I was annoyed, and I was like, Will we ever reach a point where it's cool for the girl to save everyone else too? Like, it's always the final girl. Yeah. But, you know, we can't have her be a hero. No. She can just barely escape with her own life. And I was writing that note down, being annoyed. And then my immediate next note has to be, Nope, because we still can't even have her save herself.
0: Yep, she's gone. Ridiculous. Setting the scene for the button at the end of the movie where two dirt bikers come along and find the RV and go inside and find some beers inside, which didn't exist. Those must be ghost beers. Ghost beers. Mm -hmm. And the door shuts on them and they're trapped and they're going to be murdered.
1: And that country song starts to play. So we all know they're going to die because there's nothing horror movies do better than neuro linguistic programming.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they like to put on their special song. Mhm. The murder song. It actually in the subtitles it said creepy country song plays. I'm was, like it's it kind of just a normal country song, but it is creepy.
1: Well, I mean, I agree with both of those statements, which <laughs> yeah. tells you something about country songs from that era. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, because I think because of all that ending, but also because of how there wasn't a lot of graphic violence in most of the other situations like we mm-hmm. saw nothing of Olivia's body
0: no. we saw nobody did
1: no cuz nobody looked <laughs> we saw just some things like the grandpa's arm and when Mark got killed or the wanna, knife going into Jay yes
0: that was the one i wanted to bring up was like that was so sudden Yes. Jay's sitting there with a bunch of knives taped together. This was something that belonged to the serial killer that they found in the walls. And they're like, interesting. He's holding it in front of himself on the table and the
1: pointy side up towards yeah. his face, obviously.
0: And the RV just jerks a little bit. So his head slams down and you're like, Whoa That was
1: I kind of I kind of appreciated that, that was
0: one. Very sudden death.
1: It was. But even that, like it was I mean, it's not something you want to see, but it wasn't, like, overtly gory or violent even. It was so fast. That was pretty violent. Okay. I I, I don't know what I'm... My point is, so many of these deaths and injuries happened in, like, a quick, like, this would be terrible, but let's Mm -hmm. not dwell on it kind of a way. Whereas both of the women were Mm -hmm. attacked at length... Yes. With lots of like, let's look at her face turning purple as she's being strangled, yeah, there was and let's a lot of you know, strangling. There was just a lot of very in-your-face on-camera violence towards the two women. In there was,
0: movie. and those aren't the only two because we got some ghost vision views of him scalping mm-hmm. someone in the seventies, mm-hmm. like that, like just magically happening in front of them. So, yeah. It's definitely a I, whole helping of that,
1: and I think that that is the piece. Like the, and I didn't really pick up on it until right now. Like I couldn't put my finger on it until we started talking about it. But that's the thing is that I noticed subconsciously the difference between how those deaths were handled, and that just only reads as misogyny to me.
0: But that makes a lot of sense. I think you're right.
1: Honestly the underlying misogyny piece of this is is very disappointing to me because as dumb as this movie was like it it was cartoonish almost in in <laughs> yeah. like what was happening like the idea of a haunted rv and like the extremes to which it went like it tried to slam the windows closed on the little <laughs> girl's fingers like yeah. this rv wasn't like it wasn't that it wanted to kill people. It was a it, jerk. It just wanted blood, however <laughs> it could get it. And that was almost goofy in how it was handled. And I enjoyed that. Like, I liked that. And the as as terrible as the acting was and as many things where I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it was to the extreme where I found it humorous, not bothersome. Yeah. So I really was kind of enjoying this movie and then it got to the points where like right around the point when they when the creepy 70s ghost strangles mommy that was the point where I was like oh I'm not enjoying this anymore because now now this movie just hates women Mm -hmm. where before it was a goofy movie about a bloodthirsty RV yeah so it's really disappointing that like the last I don't know third maybe quarter, but it felt more like a third of the movie was like, Oh, well, it was better. And now it's, eh." but there just were in that first two thirds, there were just so many things that made me laugh in, in the way that would make people question what kind of person I am, because (laughs) like the whole, their daughter got run over by an RV and they didn't, how were they not like using their hands as shovels to dig the sand away to get to her? Like, how in what universe do all of these adults who claim to love this little girl just are like, Welp, I mean, what that? are you gonna do?
0: She's under there.
1: Or, you know, Mark dies in the crash, and Sam yells at them a little bit, was like, This was your RV's fault. And yeah. then that was it and now she's just part of their family.
0: Yeah, and so she's like, yeah, I guess this is where we are now. He was just my brother.
1: Right? It was so it was so weird. And then like the very bizarre interaction where they tried to show like they tried to bring in this emotional family situation between the dad and the two brothers yeah. where like the one brother doesn't love like the dad anymore because he left them and was so mean to his wife. And then there's the big reveal that the wife was actually cheating on him all along
0: because women are terrible.
1: Exactly. But we didn't want to tell you because we didn't want to ruin your perfect childhood. Like what is happening? It was all, it was so ridiculous. And then it was so compact. Like all of the emotional reactions were like pressed into Diamond size, like they were (laughs) tiny, tiny little things. And then we just moved on as if everyone had processed a week's worth of emotions. Yeah. Which I found humorous. Like, I don't know. I thought it was funny. So it's hard for me to rate this because, on the one hand, it was really one of my favorite B kinds of movies. Yeah. And on the other hand, it was like my least favorite thing, the thing that causes me to subtract points. One of the reasons I have given a movie a zero in the past is because of that like overt, this movie only exists because somebody wanted to have a legitimate reason to be violent against women. So how do I score this?
0: You add some and you (sighs) subtract some.
1: Okay, but then that just leaves me in the middle where I'm like, uh, that doesn't acknowledge either of the things. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give Toybox four plaid graduation suits out of five. What? I know. I know. What
0: is happening right now? I know. On which axis does it deserve this?
1: I'm going to give it a four because it was, for the most part, in that sweet spot of terrible horror movies.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like the premise was something that was a little different. Like I have not watched a haunted RV movie before. I liked fun. that. It had all of the hallmarks of a B-level horror movie with the bad acting and the like really all over the place storytelling and the imbalance in foreshadowing and it just everything was wrong in a way that was entertaining to me. Yeah. So This would have been a solid four. I'm going to give it a four. Wow. Because I enjoyed watching it. But there's an asterisk next to that four. Okay. That goes down to the bottom of the page where there's another asterisk.
0: I know how this system works. I'm familiar.
1: (laughs) (laughs) With the words, this movie is misogynistic garbage, you've been forewarned.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. I could not have anticipated this. I
1: know. I'm just trying to keep you on your toes.
0: I'm right on them. You can I mean... Look. I'm actually on my toes.
1: You are actually on your toes. It's true. I mean, the alternative would be for me to give this movie a two because it's misogynistic garbage with an asterisk that leads down to the bottom of the page and another asterisk.
0: No, I know the asterisk system.
1: <laughs> with the words... But most of the movie was really entertaining to watch, so maybe you should see it anyway.
0: Yeah, but you I, I went the know. other way.
1: I went the other way,
0: Very because two thirds
1: of it was entertaining, and one third of it was overt violence against women.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I have a big problem with the ending of this movie. Yeah, that they revealed yeah. this <laughs> amazing new twist of stab the RV to kill this guy. And then within a minute, it was invalidated and worthless.
1: Here is the thing: it wasn't invalidated. No, it's just that that weak, pathetic woman <laughs> couldn't take advantage of this knowledge. You know that Even if there's she this...
0: busted his eyes out and whatever. Exactly.
1: Else. <laughs> you know that if there were more of the movie and those two biker guys had found that information out, they would have taken out the RV.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they could have done it. Sorry. With their I interrupted. Manliness.
1: Exactly. I interrupted with my feminist rant. Please, you go on. You
0: sure did. Know your place, please. I'm just mad about that. Like, it didn't have to have a happy ending, but they put this setup of just mm-hmm. dis- a new discovery, new information, something interesting. And then we're like, nah, whatever. Mm-hmm. He wins anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, why did we bother with that? That just is so painfully disappointing. So I think, I mean, I agree it was enjoyable to see the silliness and how dumb it was, but I can't I can't award this a four. That's insanity, and I don't know what you've been smoking. It's so super fair. I will give this movie two plaid graduation suits out of five with an asterisk. And, and at the bottom of the page, there'll be another asterisk up high, not at the bottom of the line that it's on, but towards the top sure, sure. of the line that it's on sure. with words next to it. Uh-huh. And the words will say, uh-huh. this movie wasn't very good. It deserves a two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair. I mean, to be completely transparent... I am sure that on a different day, if I were in a slightly different mood, I would have scored this movie completely differently (laughs) and possibly talked about it completely differently through the entire review. Like, I think that this one is so subjective that, like, even my own self on multiple different days would feel differently about it.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting sort of area of bad movie that it's kind of, Not high budget, but kind of middle budget. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's got Denise Richards is in it. So it's like sort of it's B grade, but it's not C grade.
1: Wait, was she the mom? Yeah. Mm, That explains why she had to have perfect hair Mm -hmm. through almost the entire movie. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention while she was actually being murdered. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was still fine. I think so. But like lots of other things, including after her daughter was run over by an RV and she tried to push the RV out of the way. (laughs) And after she had been in an RV accident and had been riding in an RV with no AC and windows that wouldn't open for at least an hour, probably more like two hours. All of those things happened, and she still had perfectly waved, beautiful, long, blonde curls.
0: I mean, that's her contract.
1: Yes. It's like in some of those old, like, 40s and 50s movies where certain actresses, whenever they had close-ups, like, suddenly there's Vaseline smeared all over the lens, (laughs) and it's like they have that, like hazy. oh, we're slightly out of focus so you can't see that I have a few wrinkles next to my eyes <laughs> thing happening. yeah, but in this case it was Vaseline my hair in her, in her hair. <laughs> yes. in this case it was my hair must be perfect at all times. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So that's three haunted vehicles, our motorboat, our killer dozer and our toy box. Slash RV RV
0: named toy box.
1: Yes, and so next week we will wrap up this series with one final movie about a haunted vehicle.
0: What will it be? <gasps> the tension is incredible. I hope that it's a foreign film. Do you? Yes, yeah, a little spice from the distant south. <laughs>
1: I like that you're dropping a few hints. A little bit of a hint, like maybe (laughs) someone will figure out what movie this is from those things that you just said. Think where the distant south is. (laughs) Galveston?
0: No, that's not that distant.
1: (laughs) All right, well, we'll be back again next week. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be fun. Bye, everybody. Bye. you might be wondering why I'm doing this podcast all by myself today well it's because I got a lazy wife. She don't make me dinner when I come home from the factory <laughs> she that don't factory
1: in your
0: life. she don't she don't do the podcast anymore She's on the couch with her bonbons.
1: You can't hear her because she's far away